0: Good afternoon, I am Pastor Antonio Eubanks of HEAT Ministries, where we believe in using the Word of God to heal, empower, and teach so that you may be properly equipped to help establish the Kingdom of God and its principles in your families, communities, and world. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to attend our Sunday service for a life-impacting experience. Please visit our website at heatministries.org for more information. We would love to hear from you. But for now, we pray that you enjoy this message. God bless. Stretching outside of your comfort zone. That's why I was trying to tell some of y'all during the praise moment. You know, you gotta get outside your comfort zone. Don't worry about what people thinking and what people say. You gotta get outside your comfort zone. You know, do you realize that comfort is also bondage? Sometimes comfort can be a prison. Comfort can comfort can it can lull you to sleep and make you think you're comfortable, but all you really have done is settled. I'll say that again. It'll make you think that you're comfortable, but all you have really done is settled. You settle for less because it was comfortable. <laughs> you settle for him because it was comfortable. You settle for that job because it was comfortable. You just settle for the position in life because it was comfortable. I'm used to it. This is all in all hell being, everybody in my family being, we comfortable like this. And there's nothing wrong with comfort, don't get me wrong, because the Holy Spirit is the comforter. But there is a major difference between comforting and settling. Yes, Amen. Yes. Acts chapter, what did I say, four. four. Acts chapter, I probably said four, but it's chapter, chapter four. I said four. I know we come out. I don't try to be nobody but me. Amen. Easy to Because it basically real you gonna come out anyway, so. So Acts chapter four. And verse Oh, uh, let's start at verse five so I can put it in the context. Some of y'all how to study Bible class. People should understand what I said that just then. Context is what? king. king. Mm-hmm. Acts chapter 4 verse 5. Here we go. Let's go on and get started. It says, On the next day there were rulers and elders and scribes gathered together in Jerusalem with Annas and the high priest and Caiaphas and John and Alexander all were of the high priestly family. I mean, they, they were some church folk. Mm-hmm. And this is after the fact that you remember we talked about last week that Peter had healed a man right outside. Peter and John had, had, had prayed for the healing of the man right outside the temple because, you know, they didn't bring him into church because he, he was not you know, he was crippled and stuff. You don't bring crippled folks in church. So, they, you know, <laughs> that's a whole message in and of itself. You know, how they keep, how they was keeping the crippled and the hurt folks. It was the very people that the church was designed for, they were leaving them outside. But that's a whole other story. And so now, this is the next day. And then verse 7, it says, and when they had set them in the midst, they inquired. By what power or by what name did you do this? Then Peter. Fill with the Holy Spirit, woo! woo! Fill with the Holy Spirit. This is Peter now, we know how bad Peter is. Peter probably wanted to cut him, but the Holy Spirit was on him, so he couldn't cut it. He couldn't get to that knife because you know it was right there, though. You know, you know people passion. You know Peter's passion. You know Peter Run up on him if you want to. It said, then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers. Of the people and elders. See, notice he said rulers of the people and elders. He ain't say nothing about. He didn't say rulers of me. That's right. See, catch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He said, "This, you rule them. You ain't got nothing to do with me." Uh, yeah. In verse nine, he says, "If we are being examined today, I mean, if you, if you, if you questioning everything concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed, let it be known Get to up, oh. all of you." And to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, you, the, the one you killed, you remember y'all remember y'all did that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Whom God raised from the dead, in case y'all forgot, he, he, he ain't in the tomb no more. This is what Peter telling me. By him, this man is standing before you well. He's saying, He saying, see, the very one you crucified, the very one that came with the gift for you, you rejected that's who bought the hill on this man because he expected, you rejected but he expected, you rejected but he expected see and so verse 11 he says this Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders which has become the cornerstone and there is no salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved he said, don't get it twisted. This, it ain't got nothing to do with me, me and John. I'm just a vessel of which is being used by the one that's above. He says, that's the only way you're going to be saved. Amen. Then it says in verse 13, here's the crust of what I'm trying to get to. It, it says, now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. Catch that. The boldness of Peter and John. Remember, John was the little meek, timid one. But now all of a sudden they see in the boldness, although we don't see nowhere Where John is speaking. That's right. Well, he's speaking while he's standing. Speaking while he's standing. Sometimes you can just stand there in your boldness. You ain't got to say nothing, just your presence. Yeah. Being filled with the Holy oh, Spirit yeah. Make people a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. Make people a little fidgety yeah. You know, you don't been in places where people just look at you like they want to hurt you But then, you know And then you gotta just realize It ain't got nothing to do with them right. It's that spirit that's in them yeah. or on them around them That see the spirit yeah. of God in me And there's a battle going on But I'm gonna stand here with my bones yeah. 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 hey. I'm just standing here I ain't even got to say nothing. See, you ain't got to fight every battle with your mouth. Let the boldness of the Holy Spirit that's in you and you just stand there and you don't say nothing. You know those looks that your mama could give you when you used to be little and she just look at you and you know that when you get home, it just ain't even going to be right no more? (laughs) She didn't say a word. Just looked at you like, oh my God. God, can I take? can I shift back time, Lord Jesus? Can you turn back the hands of time? Because I just don't like that little Lord. Please let me be saved. And that's what John was doing. Because it said Peter and John. They saw the boldness of Peter and John. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, common men, they were astonished. They said, these dudes, man, they, they just, they, they ain't famous. This ain't T D Jakes or this ain't Joel Osteen standing right here. This just this mm-hmm. it's just, here. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. just like this just Brother Darrell standing here. Just uncommon. He just like playing in with the crowd, mm-hmm. but it's something about him. I'm astonished. Mm-hmm. It says, and then they recognize that they have been with Jesus. Jesus. Woo. Jesus. Woo. <laughs> Do people recognize that you've been with Jesus? Do they understand that you have been with Jesus and that you are filled with the Holy Spirit? Do they recognize that you have spent time in the Word and that you have been with Jesus? So said we're talking about the stretch marks. See, we gotta have understand what 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 what, what it is we have goals that we have to meet. And, and, the, and to get to those goals, we have to stretch past those goals. We have to stretch, we have to stretch, I mean, stretch past our comfort, is what I mean to say, to reach those goals. But the ultimate goal is to be transformed so that we look like. Jesus, so that we look like we've been with Jesus. See, they, see, Peter, Peter and John had a goal. He they they heard the, they heard God when he said, Go into all the world and spread the gospel. They said, you know what? That's my goal. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go into all the world and spread the gospel. Now see the people who were putting, getting ready to put them in prison wasn't upset because the man that got healed, they was upset because of who they was proclaiming had done the healing. The church folks was getting mad because the disciples were saying, Jesus healed them. How many people know that we got some things going on later today? People don't, they want to get the credit for your healing, but they don't want to lift the name of God up. I've never ever said, if I do, you come and check me, that I'm the one that provides the healing. I'm just a raggedy old vessel that God chose to use at that point in time to speak healing into somebody's life. Amen. Amen. And now they getting thrown in prison. That wasn't a goal. That wasn't the goal. I don't think that was the goal. Like man, that was not the goal uh, of their intent. That when they was trying to go and do what they was supposed to do for God, that wasn't the goal. (laughs) But how many know we we always talk about disobedience getting you in trouble with God? But sometimes (laughs) obedience can get you in trouble with man. See, when you obey what God says to do, when that becomes your goal, then guess what? That, sometimes that ain't gonna line up with what everybody else around you think is good. Yeah, you 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 start. I think Pastor Paul said it earlier. You know when you fast, you doing certain things, you being obedient to God. Then warfare come, things happen. You know people roll into the back of your car, and act like they didn't. You know I mean it, stuff just happens. You it in front of and and that's what happens. A lot of times people people avoid spending time with. Christ, because they scared of what might happen for doing so. Well, you know, I don't want to bring that warfare in my life. You know, I have heard pastors say, you know, I don't, I don't de- deal with deliverance because I don't want to fight them demons. I don't, want to, I don't have, I don't preach deliverance. I don't do deliverance because that bring all that stuff into your life. Well, here's the here's the thing about it. it it's already in your it's life. In your life. <laughs> it's already in your life. So you might as well fight. Because it's already in your life. And, uh, as soon as you said you were a Christian, then guess what? It's in your life. They're doing work next yeah. it, door. It's, it, it's in your life. It's in your life. you you in the middle of a warfare whether you realize it or not. So your goal needs to be how do I best fight. Yes. See, there's nothing wrong with having goals in this new year. We talked about the new year, new me, and getting all that stuff together, and then stretching outside our comfort zone. But see, the whole thing is, when you, when we have these goals, remember the first thing I talked about that time was, what does God say? Yeah. What does God That's do? the first question you got to ask yourself. Is this, is this the goal that God wants me to have? Because see, it ain't nothing wrong with climbing the ladder of success, but you got to make sure it's against the right house. Because yeah. ain't nothing like climbing all the way to the top and finding out that you're in the wrong location. See some, You know, it's like hitting a head, hit hitting a nail on the head, but the nail you using is going into a piece of rotten wood. Mm. It ain't gonna hold. No, ain't. What, what am I saying? The scripture says it better. It, what is the gain, What is the man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Mm. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of us gain all our goals, but in the process of gaining, we giving out all of ourselves. So when we get to our goal, we empty. So when we get to the very thing That we think was going to fulfill us We actually realize we unfulfilled mm. And that's how you have Rich people, celebrities and all that Who, who are still overdose on drugs and, and, and hold themselves out and do stuff Because the very thing they thought Was going to fill them up Is the, is the very thing that lets them realize How unfulfilled they are yes. If you really want to know how unfulfilled Your life is Come into a whole bunch of money it will it, 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 show you how unfulfilled you really are or how filled with God you really are. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing is, put my PowerPoint uh, together and say the thing is, we got to realize what it is that stop us from our goal. See, Peter, Peter and John, they, they wasn't going to let nothing stop them from the goal. Even when they knew they was being examined, like you said, even if I'm being examined right now, then guess what? Y'all need to um, y'all need to realize who, yeah, it's up there, goals. Y'all need to realize who really doing this y'all need to realize what's really going on see we all have goals whether you whether you keep them or not whether you write them down or not we all have goals even though I put the hashtag goals because that's like if you go if you go on Facebook right now and hashtag goals you'll see all kind of stuff come up you know you got you people put pictures of, of Jay-Z and Beyonce you know hashtag relationship goals. You know, they'll find a picture of some, you know, model body or whatever, hashtag weight loss goals. You know, it's, it's, it's any kind of goals. And a lot of times we do that because one, I think it's almost sometimes we feel like we, we really can't obtain it. It's just something that separates us from them. You know, it's like, but just saying the hashtag goals kind of gives us a, a, a part in the place, so to speak. Like we get to fit in for a little while. But see, again. Are these goals what God says? And then once you get to that question, you say, okay, yeah, these these are God's goals for my life. These are God's goals for my life. Then the next question is, what's stopping you? What's stopping you? See, didn't nothing stop Peter and John. They knew what they was doing. They knew where they were doing that. They knew if they professed the name of Christ and healed that man right there on the Sabbath going into the temple, they knew some stuff was going to pop off. They knew when they went before the court and they started talking about the name of Jesus, they knew some stuff was going to pop off. But nothing stopped them from their goal. Their goal was what? To spread the gospel. And to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Great Commission. Guess what? That's our goal because that's what he told us to do. we disciples. That's what we're supposed to do. That's the ultimate goal of everything you do in your life as a Christian. Amen. Even though your job, even more, your people are supposed to see the God in you yes. and be drawn to that. But what stops us? Limitations, intimidations, and expectations. Now this ain't an all-inclusive list, but you can pretty much put a lot of things in this list. What stops us from reaching our goals? The limitations the intimidations, the expectations. What stops you from reaching your goals? Your limitations, what you think is limiting you. The intimidation, what intimidates you, and expectations, what are you expecting or do you expect anything at all? But here's the thing, if you ain't caught it yet. Look up there now. The lie. The lie. See, it ain't what's limiting you that's stopping you. It's not what's intimidating you that's stopping you. It's not what you're expecting that's stopping you. It's the lie of those things that you believe. Because see, right in the middle of believe, like I always say, is a lie. That's why you got to be careful of what you believe. Because in the middle of it is a lie. See, it's not the limitations that's stopping you. It's not the intimidation that's stopping you. It's not the expectation that's stopping you. It's what you believe about those things. And you probably believe in a lie. We probably believe in a lie because I put myself in there as well. It's the lie. It's the lie right in the middle of belief. But see, today what I'm finna we finna walk through real fast because then you gotta put your seat belts on because I'm finna run through it. I had to set the foundation. But see, the middle of believe is a lie. I didn't put it up here, but you see this V hanging out down there, ain't got nothing by it. That V is for victory. We pray from victory. We stand in victory. We stand on victory. Amen. Amen. You put that V right there and you shift it yes. right yes. there. <laughs> Somebody spell it for me. B-E-L-I-V. E, P. See, then you be live. See, when you put victory in the middle of them lies, mm-hmm. then that's when you can come alive. See, a lot of us walking around like like chicken with heads cut off, we just, we just walking dead. But God is saying, I'm tired of you just existing. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to start living. living. Right. It's time to start living, but you gotta get rid of those lies. See, here's the thing, first of all, we're talking about is limitation limitation we, we, we look at what we don't have the world is set up that way the world is set up for you to to look at lack even even down to I used to tell my friend we used to look at the videos rap videos back in the day and stuff and they saw all the dudes with the stacks on deck and you know I'm saying fanning the money out and all that and I said that the reason they showing you that image is because they want you to realize you ain't got that in your pocket to automatically set up the limitation in your mind when in reality, real rich people and wealthy people don't even use cash. No, they don't. They use money that we can't even see. It's called electronic currency. It's called credits. (laughs) But they'll set up the lie of limitation. If you ain't got stacks on deck, then you ain't got nothing. Not realizing that if you keep your credit good and all that, you have a lot of stacks on debt because you can use that credit to make money, and then you're spending other people's money. Mm. You'll get that when you get home. Mm. See, how can you do so much with so little? That's the question of limitation. How can you do a lot with so little? See, but you gotta realize that you back here in Acts, when Peter was doing all this stuff and they was talking about the thousands that was being added to the church. Guess what? They didn't have Snapchat. They didn't have Facebook. They didn't have Twitter. Even let's let's bring it a little farther in time. Even with the civil rights movement. Martin Luther King and all them and the S C L C and all that. They didn't have they didn't have group chat. They didn't have group text. But they did a whole lot with just a little. But now we in a time with a lot and they ain't doing nothing. Less than From the civil rights to the church. That's right, that's right. People always talk about, you know, I, I got an international ministry birthday inside of me, but you ain't even got a Facebook account. <laughs> that's your international ministry right now. You, right. Do you not know that people from all over the world can get? You ain't even got a website, but you talking about you got an international ministry. Mm-hmm. That's right. How? I, we got on our website and I was looking at it the other day and I mean people from Romania, Iraq, oh I mean it was one or two people here or there but but still I'm like who, who in Iraq pulling up heat ministries. Thank you. You see what I'm saying? It, it, it's international. See you gotta take what's the, is the little and do a lot. And and as and as black people, we 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 used to that. Yeah. You know your mom and them back in the day, they could take they could take what looked like an empty cabinet and turn it into a five course meal, and everybody fooled with leftovers. Yeah. Right. And you like how did that happen? Because we know how to take a little and do do a lot. Amen. Oh, yes. See, because what it is, it, it's not what it's not what you don't have that's stopping you. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's what you believe. It, it, it's that lie about what you don't have. Well, well I, ain't, I ain't got enough money. Well, well I don't have enough time why don't you have enough time? Everybody get 24 hours. hours. That's the equalizer for everybody. I don't care if you're rich, poor, nothing. You ain't got nothing. 24 hours. Well, I don't have this and I don't have See, we start with the problem instead of focusing on the solution. The solution is that that God is the provider. So whatever we lacking, he already has. He he said, well, make it plain and simple. Well, I don't have enough time. Well, guess what? God is the provider. So now you pray to God and say, God, help me how to manage myself because time is already managed. It's 24 hours. You ain't got no more managing to do. So now you got to do what? Manage yourself. Within that time, see, see, it, 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 here's the thing: you you think what you start with is is what you're stuck with. That's the that's the lie of limitation. You think what you start with is what you're stuck with, but that's why the Word of God counters that and says, "Don't despise humble beginnings." Because humble beginnings is your seed. So you think that little five dollars in your pocket is what you're stuck with? But God say, don't despise humble beginnings. I tell people all the time about finances and stuff. I say, save something. Well, I ain't got no about a dollar saved. That's better than zero. It's the habit of saving that's more important than the amounts. Why? Because the habit gets rid of the lie. Because it gets rid of the lie that I don't have enough. So when you start saving, you overcome it a lot. See, that's the thing we gotta realize that Peter right here was saying, I, I don't have a limitation. That's why I, I highlighted that report, he said, the rules of of Bill. And you I ain't limited by what y'all talking about. Yeah. So you can't allow people to limit you. Cause just cause they ain't done nothing, they ain't been nowhere, don't want nothing, ain't never had nothing, ain't gonna ever have nothing. Why you gonna be the same way? Yes. Why? And I don't know, if you know, ain't, ain't nobody from right here ever did that, you know. And you know your mom, they ain't never done this, and they ain't never been nothing. The devil is a lie. The devil is mm-hmm. a lie. Well, I know it was all of them, but see, sometimes you got to get like Jesus, you got to get down and be like, well, right here, no. though, this, this this is line in the sand. Mm-hmm. That's where it's wrong. You know, everything on that side, they didn't have nothing, didn't want nothing, they ain't going to be nothing. But everything over here <laughs> is for me and my house. <laughs> So you, know, you can either come cross over this line, or you can stay over there. But don't, I don't care how thin the line is, the gap is huge. Amen. The gap is huge, so don't try to pull me across. I'm not gonna believe a lie of limitation. I'm not gonna believe a lie of limitation. See, what we gotta realize is that limitation is not a lead, it's a luncheon pad. Limitation is not a lid; it's a launching pad. See, a lot of times we look at limitations as as is that's it, that's the ceiling, this is all you gonna ever be. But see, if we believe that, then guess what? You wouldn't have a Barack Obama in the in the in the White House. If you really believe that, you wouldn't have the first this and the first that and the first person to do this and the first. Cause somewhere they had to believe. That I ain't I ain't being limited by this. You wouldn't have a Madam C. J. Walker that in the twenties was the richest woman on the face of the earth, if, uh, a black woman at that, that. You know, you wouldn't have had that if she had to believe the lie. That's right. But somewhere she said, you know what? This ain't <laughs> this ain't how it's supposed to be because I know the truth and the truth gonna set me free. So I'm gonna take the little bit that I got and I'm not gonna look at it as a lid. I'm gonna look at it as a luncheon pad. Meaning I'm gonna look at it as seed because the seed might be little. Oh, but the fruit in the harvest is great Yes. Don't believe me? Let's look at some word because y'all think the pastor is making all this stuff up and I'm trying to do a sound to the message. No, this ain't it. Mm-mm. I'm trying to teach you something. Amen. 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 Let's look at Luke real quick. Turn to it if you can. I'm going to read it before you get there probably. Luke chapter 16 okay. is in the word about limitation. Luke chapter 16. We don't serve a, un, a, a limited God. We serve an unlimited God. So right. why do we have limitations? Luke 16, let's look at verse 10. Luke 16 and 10, it says, One who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much. And one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If you have not been faithful in the unrighteous, well, who will entrust you to true riches? He said, one who is faithful with a little what does God already give you? You see him bad-mouthing what you have, I ain't got enough money, man. I ain't got a good enough job, I ain't got a good enough car, I ain't got a good enough house. I ain't got a good enough, well guess what? You ain't gonna ever have nothing, cause you won't appreciate what you do have. You want a brand new Mercedes-Benz off the showroom floor, but you wanna watch that little Ranger car that you already drive. God says be faithful with the little. And then he'll make all the room for the much. The much is already there. It's just your mindset got to change. What are you believing? Are you believing the lie? You see the reason why? Because you believe that that's the car that you always going to have. That you just ain't going to ever be better than that. So it's like I'm just stuck here. So I don't care. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. So but God says right here, one who is faithful with very little. He said very little. Yeah. Meaning you, when you're faithful with very little. He didn't say little. He, he added an adjective to it. Very little. Meaning one who is faithful with. Well, you ain't got two pockets to, 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 two pennies to rub together. One who is very faithful. Meaning that you, that you ain't got all the healing that you need. But, but you got more pains than healing. But God says who is very little. Who has very little. Guess what? You'll be faithful with much. What does all that really mean? He said I can trust you. And if you, if you, if you're not complaining with a little bit, uh-huh. then I know I can trust you with more. Right. I can trust you with more. See, Peter was in prison. Yes, He was in prison at the time after that because they went ahead and locked him up and he was in a tight place. And see, a lot of us, we get in a tight place. We get, we get in a tight place with our money we're in a tight place with our job in a tight place with our family. And it's like, it's so little, it's tight. I feel like I'm between a rock and a hard place. I used to hear my mama say it all the time, like, I don't know what that means. And as I got older, I quite understood what that means. You know, it's like, if uh, you go to hard place, he you go to rock, if both of them hurt, I'm getting squeezed, I'm in a tight place. But how many know that a tight place is where God can show his breakout power? See, a tight place is where God can say, hey, I got you where I want you now, cause you can't do nothing for yourself. You can't figure it out, you can't get out, you can't try it out. You can't make it out. So guess what? All you got is me. And that's more than enough. enough. Why? Because Paul said, when I am weak, meaning I ain't got nothing. I got very little. When I am weak, then what? God is strong. See, the breakout is weak. See, see what it is? God is trying to sometimes put us in them little tight places because he's trying to show us his breakout power. He's trying to show you that whatever is imprisoning you is not big enough to hold you. That's why it's tight, because you don't fit there. It's like a old pair of shoes and your feet about to bust out. It's because they don't belong in them shoes. See, that tightness that you feel, that imprisonment that you feel, them balls in your mind that you feel, you feel that pain because you don't belong now. God is trying to show you that He has the breakout power so that you can come out. Thank you, Jesus. See, a lot of us are in our caterpillar state and we soaked up in a cocoon. And how many know that cocoon is tight? That cocoon, you can't move around. That caterpillar, you can't move around that cocoon. You might can wiggle a little bit, but it seems like as soon as you wiggle, you into another sticky, tight situation. But how many know, in that whole time, in that tight place, your wings are forming. In that tight place, you are transforming. In that tight place, you becoming who you always was supposed to be. So you went in that tight place as a caterpillar, but you came out as a butterfly, ready to take flight. Ready to soar away. Ready to take off from the things that was holding you back. See, some of us try to run out of that tight place because we believe a lot. We think that that tight place is limited. We think that tight place is where all it's going to ever be. We think that tight place is where we're going to be stuck at. But what we got to realize is sometimes that tight place is only there for the temporary time to form you, to shape you, to mold you, to turn you back into what you truly was created to be. See, we get comfortable crawling around like caterpillars, mm. and that's the real prison. Mm. The real prison is being something that you're not for the rest of your life. Mm, that's awful. That's right. But God says, "Crawl into this tight place. Yes, Crawl into this tight place and see. See what do what do you have? What do you not have that God is trying to use to see what He does have? Mm. I say that again. What do you not have? Meaning, what are you lacking? that God is trying to use to show you what he is not lacking. What am I saying by that? You ain't got enough money. Well, guess what? That's when God can show up and show you he's Jehovah Jireh, the provider. You don't have enough healing. Well, guess what? That's when God can show up and say what? I'm Jehovah Rafa, the healer. You in warfare, everything attacking you. Guess what? That's when God can show up and say, I'm Jehovah Nisi. I'm the victory bama that's over your life. See, God is saying you might be lacking, but I ain't lacking nothing. I got stacks on deck. Matter of fact, I am the deck. I am the stack. So whatever you need, I have. But you just got to tap into it. You got to tap into it. What limitations do you keep seeing that's keeping you from reaching your goal? See, you can't believe a lie. See, one thing to get past your belief is knowing. See, once you know, then the belief go away because now you know it's inside of you. It's in your knowing. It's in your innermost being. See, once you realize that God is a provider because you know you couldn't have made them two ends meet to save your life. Once you realize that God is a provider because he gave you a job that you would not even qualified for, he put the heart he turned the heart of the interviewer and said it's something about you I don't know what it is, it ain't your resume because very much so you ain't even supposed to be hired here matter of fact I only know how you got into the interview because you weren't even qualified to come you even failed the test we gave you but I don't know, it's something about you and then you took look at him and you say you better put a praise on him <laughs> see what limitations do you need to embrace see, see, see we don't like to embrace our limitations I know that's That's counterintuitive. Brace my limitations. Embrace my embrace what I don't have. Cause you do have something. You always have something. Guess what? Even if you you laying out in the middle of the street with no clothes on and you butt naked, no house, nowhere to stay, no people, everybody around you, you don't know nobody. You got life. You got life. Yes, hallelujah. You got life. Yes. You got life. Right. You got life. You got life. And some people say, well, that, that, it, it don't work like that. Man, don't tell me yeah. that because, you know what I mean, the homeless people now, look at everybody's favorite one, Tyler Perry. The man was homeless, didn't have nothing. Now look at him, don't know how many homes he want to buy. That's right. <laughs> See, because he didn't believe nothing. the nothing. The lie. You know, and I'm still kind of out on, on the jury whether, you know, he'll full Christian or not. But I'm just saying, it just show you that it work. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right, I mean, yeah. The rain fall on the just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's move on real quickly. The intimidation. Mm-hmm. See, intimidation it, it, it is empowered by illusion. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it, 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 it's Because yeah. it's the desire to want to make a good impression. That, that's why we usually intimidated. What do I mean? See, we, we get intimidated by stuff we weren't prepared for mm-hmm. when we show up. So, you know, it's like, I don't know if I want to do that, you know. I ain't never I ain't never stood up in front of nobody before. I ain't never um I ain't never been over there before. I ain't never had that kind of job before. I ain't never dealt with those kind of people before. So we get intimidated. And and that holds us back from reaching our goal, and more importantly, what God's goal is for our life. We get intimidated because it's empowered by the illusion. Again, another lie. Because it's wanting it's the illusion of wanting to impress people. Impress people. But how many know that God is more concerned about you impacting people than impressing people? That's right. And see, the world has been designed. Social media stuff to impress people. How many likes you get? How many impressions on the business side? How many uh, advertising impressions? How many likes? How many? How many comments? How many? How many shares? All the impressions. But how many know that impressions are are illusions because they don't last forever. They don't last forever. See what am I talking about? Look at my black screen right here. See, See I, I can put my fingerprint on there. It makes impressions. It makes impressions, but all I gotta do is just rub them off. Mm-hmm. See, some of y'all people y'all been trying to impress, when they tired of you, they just rub you off. Wow, that's great. You impressed them for a little while, but now they ready for some new fingerprints. Mm-hmm. They don't want you touching them no more. They just rub you off. Mm-hmm. Wow. But see, now if I was to take this thing and slam it down on this thing, that's an impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ain't no coming back from that. See, I can rub off my fingerprint But if I step on this thing or I break this thing That's an impact See that's what God wants you to do Is to impact people's lives Not just to impress them Because they can rub you off and go on about their business But when you step in their life and impact them Or you in their mind for the rest of the time They like I don't know what it is about them Ten years from later They still thinking about you Lord, it was just something about her Lord, I missed a good one right there She impacted my life Talk about me and for the women, I ain't talking about impacting them with sex either, because guess what? That ain't nothing but an impression. Because he'll take a shower and rub you off. Right next, right? go and go to the next impression. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey I'm just keeping 100. Right. Hey man, hey the 100. Ain't no kids in here. Amen. The men also, um, mm. hey, hey, trust me. There's women out there Lord, you like that too. They'll uh, take a shower and rub right you off. Amen. Right uh, and keep going. But see, when you impact them, when you impact them, meaning you 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 alter their life, they 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 might they might not even looked at stuff the same way until you came in. Now they looking at things different. They not believing the lies. Like man, there's something about them. They they shifted my life. Meeting you changed my life. I ain't never even think of stuff like this. You expose me to some things. See, the only thing that you can be exposed to sexually is disease and babies. And half you don't need now. One of them. But but when you impact somebody's life, guess what? You exposing them to things that they couldn't see. You taking what was not there and showing them what really is. That's right. That's, That's right. an impact. That's, That's what right. God is trying to trying to do. But see what we do is we get intimidated. We 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 cower down. You know, and, and, and then we then we even try to blame God for it. You yeah. know, I'm just being meek and humble. I just want to sit in the back. Yeah. I don't yeah. want nobody to mm-hmm. see me. No, no, no. And and, and you no, sitting no. on a gift. And when you reject that gift, it said the gift makes room for you. for you. But you're wondering why you're in a tight place. Because yeah. you're intimidated to step out with your gift so that it can make room for you. That's how you get out of the tight place. Yeah. Yeah. Connect the dots, amen? Yeah. But see, what it is is because we, 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 we get around people who we feel like is better than us. Look at Galatians real quick. Galatians chapter 6. I'm going to show you something. Galatians chapter 6, what Paul was talking about here. Galatians chapter 6. I'm going to read it for the sake of time. Galatians chapter 6, verse 12. It says, um, where are we at? Galatians 6 and 12. Uh-huh. It says, it is those who want to make a good showing in the flesh. Uh-huh. See, that's the impression. Jesus. Who would force you to be circumcised. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, they, they going to force you to do what they want you to do because you they know you're trying to impress them. If if you love me, you would. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. See, he talking about circumcised here, but apply it to other things. We can apply the word. It's only one interpretation. He talking about circumcised, but it's multiple applications. What is somebody trying to get you to do that you really don't want to do, but you just trying to make a good showing in the flesh? Yes. You trying to impress. You know, you're trying to hang out with them because they turn up and you like, I, I really want to be with them, they cool and all that. I- I'm trying to fit in. Then you go back in those tight places again. Why you trying to fit in? It's tight over there. Over here is this room to be who you are. It's room to be free. But you want to fit in. You want to get all up in that little tight place, find your little spot, and looking all awkward and, and crazy. You don't even belong anyway. Everybody know you don't belong. Now, what you there for? They talk about you when you leave. They talk about you when you come in. They like, what they come over here for? They don't even want to really be a... Come on. It says it is those who want to make a good sort of flesh who will force you to be circumcised, and only in order that they might not be persecuted for the cross of the Christ. I mean, for the cross of Christ. For even those who are circumcised do not themselves keep the law. Mm. Even the ones who getting you to try to do what they want you to do, they ain't even doing it. They don't do it. -hmm. Mm. They want you to turn up, but they don't even turn up. (laughs) They want you to go stealing and robbing and doing all that, but they don't even do all that. They just talk about it and, and pretend they did it. And then the next thing you know, you don't step out there and you by yourself, you like, where everybody at? He said, they don't even keep the law. Yeah, you locked up. Everybody else gone. They don't even keep the law. It says, but they desire to have you circumcised. That they may boast in your flesh. Boast in your flesh. Catch that. They want you to do it so they can talk about what you did. What you did. Yeah, girl, we, I told we had, we gave her that and she did that. You see what she did? She was like, uh, she know she a hoe, slut, <laughs> The same ones you were trying to fit in with. <laughs> that's horrible, that's I ain't funny. think she really was going to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was saying, but God, she did all I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do that, not me. I'm better than that. And see, we get intimidated because we're trying to impress people who ain't even, we're trying to impress people who are depressed half of them crazy, need pills, medication, and we're trying to impress them. We buy stuff to impress, we put on stuff to impress, we talk to impress, we walk to impress, we dress to impress, we, we read to impress. We try to do everything for to impress folks. Depress. And you end up depressed as well. Because you can't keep up with all that. Because it's always something new. Exactly. It's like cars. They are uh, join Jordan tennis shoes. They bring out a new pair, new, new car every year. You can't keep up. Can't, yeah, you can't keep up. See, God doesn't the God doesn't want us to impress, He wants us to impact. Impact. See when you start realizing that I want to make an impact, then you start believing a lie of intimidation because you know that just your presence makes an impact because your okay. presence is the vessel of God inside of you? You walking with the Holy Spirit, so it ain't gotta impress me. You can stand just like John did. Remember, he ain't say nothing, but they saw his boldness. He just standing there. I know, I know, y'all impressed. But more important, I know you impacted. Cause I ain't even saying nothing, but you finding me astonishing. I ain't even saying nothing, but you amazed. I'm just standing here, just looking, taking it all in, and you wondering everything about it. See, sometimes you just gotta walk in the room and don't say nothing. Sometimes you gotta leave them questioning, and you know that, that, that's a tip. That's a tip for uh, for dudes. You know, sometimes you just gotta walk in the room, I'm talking to you there. You trying to get that girl? Just walk in the room, and don't say nothing. Just let her figure you out. Be mysterious. Create an impact. So when you then leave, who was that? shook off the atmosphere trust me I ain't tell you what I heard I tell you what I know shake it up see but the thing is what, what are we allowed to intimidate us why are we scared to walk in that room why, why why, are we scared to do, to, to write that book? Why are we scared to start that business? Why are we scared, because we we scared to fail and, and trying to impress folks? Because we get out there and like, oh yeah, I told you wasn't going to make it. I told you it wasn't going to work out. I told you it was going to break. I told you it wasn't going to fall. I told, all that. Mm-hmm. But see, we only worried about that because we were probably trying to impress folks. right See, when you get to the point where you ain't trying to impress nobody, all you trying to do is live for God, then you don't care about all that other stuff. If it close, it closes. If it falls, it falls. If it come here, what I get another one, I open another one, I do another one, i see another one, I'll be another one, i go another one, I'll be whatever. Yeah, that's right. Because I don't believe in limitations. I don't believe this is my only chance. I don't believe this is my only time. I don't believe this is my only opportunity. I'm not limited by that stuff. I serve an infinite God. He, he, he got divine infinity flowing down from heaven. All I got to do is just connect to it. Right. Amen? Amen. Then lastly right here, expectation. Yeah, okay. The live expectation. But see, the thing is, is that people tell you, well, don't expect nothing. You won't get disappointed. I said that last week I think, but the yeah, thing is you, you already disappointed because you don't expect nothing. Mm-hmm. See, so you got to have expectations, because guess what, expectations let you know whether what you was expecting showed up or not. That's right. If you ain't expecting nothing, you already got what you want. Nothing. <laughs> You'll get that when you get home. <laughs> if you ain't expecting nothing, you already got what you desired. <laughs> nothing. Nothing so you gotta have expectations cause even if you don't get it it lets you know how far did I miss tomorrow you know I expected to have this by you know I expected to have my house by age 30 well here it is now I'm 31 I didn't get it okay I missed it by a year how do I need to adjust what do I need to do see it ain't that you sitting there cause you ain't falling for the lie of limitation. you don't think you done ran out of time just cause you missed it you're not intimidated cause you wasn't trying to impress nobody with this house purchase in the first place cause now you're saying you know what I still expect it but I just need to adjust some things. I need to adjust some timing. See, that's the thing. See, but but we'll fall into that. We'll fall down and then we stop expecting. I didn't get it, so I, I guess it ain't meant to be. You know, because if God, here we go with God again, because if God wanted it for me, then it'll be for me. You know, he, he must not want me to have it. No, sometimes he just wants you to line up your expectation to receive it. Yes. He ain't giving nothing. Nobody ain't expecting nothing. He not opening doors for people who don't expect the door to be there. Amen? I mean, it's just some stuff ain't, ain't rocket science. It's just simple. It's just simple. Last scripture, right? You'll turn to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. In verse, uh, let me see what we're looking at. Romans chapter 8, verse 24. Real quickly. Here. Romans chapter 8, and verse 24. It says what? It says that, For in this hope, that's expectation, that ain't wishing and praying, that's hope is translated down to expectation in the Greek. For in this hope, we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. Catch that? If you can see it, it ain't hope. If you can see it, it ain't no faith. It don't take faith for something that you already can see. It don't take believing and knowing and trusting God if you can already see it. I I I already got this cell phone in my hand. So it ain't like, I I ain't got to hope for it. I don't have to expect it. It's already here. It don't take nothing for that. But he says right here, for who who hopes for what he sees? Who who does that? But verse 25, but if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it yes. with patience yes, yes. he said if we hope for what we don't see he didn't say you give up he didn't say you you you, you believe in your limitation he didn't say you be intimidated he said you wait for it wait for you me. wait for it it's it i it, do make it plain and simple it's like if you went to a restaurant you don't see no food on your table mm-hmm. but they hand you a menu And you start looking at the menu. You still don't see no food, but now the hope is there. The expectation is there, because I'm expecting what I see here to eventually show up on my table. So then you give your order to who? A waiter. And that waiter connects you to the promise. And then that promise eventually does what? Show up. But you got to wait. It don't show up instantly. It don't show up as soon as you give your order. It don't show up as soon as the order go to the kitchen. It's some time. Matter of fact, the better the food is, the longer the time going to take. See, some of us getting them fast food blessings, and that's why we walking around malnourished. That's why we walking around looking crazy. Because it's so fast and it leads fast. And it don't have no fulfillment. See, I'm willing to wait on mine. I'm willing to wait on my blessing, Because when I sit down at the table, I want to eat real good. I want to I want to savor the moment. I want to relish the moment. I want to get all the ingredients. hmm That tastes like some cinnamon in there Mmm that ain't like they put some nutmeg off in there Well I want to taste it all Yeah it like they put some love in this thing when they was fixing it Yes, yes, yes. But see we don't wanna wait on nothing We want it right now right now right now Bring it God hurry up Hurry up God Wait yeah you wait You, you lose time You wasting time Wait at God you heard me pray I just prayed five minutes ago Why ain't it showed up Microwave. Ain't you God but see, what it is is that we gotta realize what expectations do we truly have from God? Do we expect Him to to to, to be who He said He is? He says, "I am that I am." I am. Woo. Fill it in the blank. Woo! Fill it in the blank. But here's the beautiful part: we made in His image and likeness. So if He's if He is the I am that I am, then what can we expect? I am. That I am. That's your expectation. That that gets rid of the lie of limitation, because I am. Yeah, see, because we're looking at I don't have enough money, but I am supplied with all my needs according to his riches and glory we intimidated by the people that, that might be going around trying to impress. But then you can say, I am the royal priesthood. You know, see, see, I'm going to procure your name. They ain't going to figure me out because it's something about me that they don't need to know all the time. It needs to be an air of mystery because they don't really realize that's what's going to draw me in. So then I can tell them the good news of what it really is. Amen. 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 And then lastly, we realize that the expectation I am. I am all that God expects me to be. It says that the good work that he started in you he will do it till it ends. See what it is is what in the what what if, what if the real goal in life is, is is really not arriving at the goal? What if the real goal in life is just reaching for the goal? See some of us are afraid to even reach. I want you to just do that symbolically. think of something in your life that you want and just reach. And everyone and when you start getting depressed or start feeling like that is limited, start feeling like it's intimidated by it, start feeling like you're not expecting it, then just just wherever you at, just reach your hand up. People can think you're yawning, you can play all, you know, you can play it off. They gotta know what you're doing. You but you're reaching. You're showing God that I'm still reaching for this thing. I might not feel good right now. I might not feel right right now. My, I, I might feel a little depressed and, and broken, busted, and disgusted. But Lord, I'm still reaching. I'm still reaching. Because sometimes that's all God wants you to do. His, Excuse me. <laughs> He's saying that you're reaching and then guess what? He reaches his hand out. He said, come on. He said, come on. I wasn't trying to pull you all the way. I just wanted to see if you were going to meet me halfway. Reach out to me. That's all you got to do is show me that you believe in what I can do. Yeah. Oh, Lord. See when you reach, oh, then that's just saying that God, I, I believe what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm reaching for, but I know you're up there. I know you I know if I just reach, you gonna take care of the rest. And even if you fall down, like Peter, when he was walking on the water, when Peter was walking on the water, he he, he did what? He fell down. But then it says that God reached out. So you got to just reach. See, so it wasn't we get caught up on the failure. But guess what? Right. It, it's the thing, the fact that he stepped out in the first place. So that's right. He stepped out in the first place. And then even when he failed. Because guess what? Sometimes you're going to fall. Sometimes you're going to get busted. Sometimes you're going to get broke. Sometimes some people going to bust you upside your head. They're going to talk about you. They're going to hurt you. Like I said in the beginning, obeying God don't always come out with pretty results. Sometimes you get put in prisons of people's opinions, prisons of people's people's uh, situations and circumstances. But guess what? All you got to do is keep on reaching. right. Because if you keep reading through the rest of Acts, after Peter went to prison, uh-huh. it was a couple more thousand people who got added to the church. That's right. That's right. And impact. 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 Yeah. impact. Because he didn't believe yeah. the, lie. the lie. He didn't believe the lie. He was not limited. He was not intimidated. He was not lowering his expectation. Mm-hmm. He, didn't believe, he, he, he didn't believe the lie. It was a couple more thousand. What am I saying? And I'm finishing right here. This is what I'm saying. It's kind of like football for people who watch football. Sometimes the quarterback don't get to see the touchdown. When he drops back and he get ready to throw a pass, and he throws a pass down the field, the linebacker or whoever, the defensive end, come around the corner and just knock him down. Mm -hmm. He down on the ground. (laughs) He don't even see. He down on the ground. (laughs) But he can hear the crowd roar. So even while he's down on the ground, he, he knows something done happened. He knows that if he's at home and the crowd roaring, he knows it's a touchdown. He like, he ain't got to get up off the ground. Because you know when you get up off the ground, then you say, oh, okay, now I see the end result. He didn't even get to celebrate and all the stuff. He didn't even get to see that the person caught him and ran for the rest of the way. Because he was down on the ground. What am I trying to say? Even though you're down on the ground, even though you might be knocked down, even though you might not be where you want to be, even though you might not have what you want to have, even though you might not be around who you want to be around, you down on the ground. But that don't mean that the touchdown ain't happening. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We fall down, but what? We get up. So it, 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 and he pick himself up, and he looked downfield, and then most time you see him do this. Is it? Because yeah. it, it's victory. It's, right. it's victory. And they go running down the field, chasing after they victory. Y'all kiss that when you get home. Amen. Amen. Father God, we just thank you right now. We give you the praise. We give you the honor, Father God, for blessing us with this word that we will not believe the lie, Father God. We will not believe the lie. We will not be limited by what we see and what we feel. We will not be intimidated by our surroundings. And God, we will not lower our expectations for nobody. Father God, we thank you that we stand in victory. We stand in boldness. We stand in courage. We stand in confidence. We stand on the word of God, knowing that you are the alpha and the omega. That you are the author and the finisher of our faith. God, we stand today. We stand in victory today. We will not be succumbed to lies. We will not succumb to people's words. We will not succumb to what they think and what they believe. Cause we stand on the truth. And the truth is when the truth comes, it sets us free. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. In the name of Jesus. And the people of God, we said Amen.